Welcome to the Project Zion podcast. This podcast explores the unique spiritual and theological gifts Community of Christ offers for today's world. Welcome to Coffee in the Swarm, a Project Zion podcast production coming to you from the Lamoni, Iowa campus of Graceland University. The Swarm is our on-campus restaurant in the Newcomb Student Union. This year, we are being co-hosted by student chaplain Julie Wheaton, and this is Mike Hoffman, campus minister. It's where we interview students at Graceland who are connected to the community of Christ. So, Julie, how are you today? Doing good. Finished all my finals. Hey, that's right. It's finals. Big day. So what can you tell us about our guest today? Today, we have Nico Farrell with us. He is a sophomore. He's on Cheville. He is an allied health major. Um, he's planning on going to... Physical therapy. All right. Nico, welcome. Thank you. Glad yeah. to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, anything else that Julie hasn't added yet. So I know she hit she hit most of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, yeah. like you said, PT major. So you want to go into physical therapy? Yes. Why is that? The generic answer would be my mom's a PT. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. PT, but oh, I've got cool, the shadow and yeah. see kind of what the she does. Is. Yeah. I think it's something that I can go into and truly enjoy because I've always enjoyed helping people in that way. And I've seen what you can accomplish in that field of study, yeah. which is pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah. And then what else? Oh, uh, Afterglow Coordinator. Yes. yes. So, yeah. So just for those of you listening that might not be familiar, Afterglow has been our Sunday night worship up until this semester when we moved it to Wednesday nights. And something miraculous has happened with Nico as one of the co-leaders of that. So Afterglow is now a Wednesday night worship service. So, and Nico is one of two students in charge of that. Yeah, so very good. Yeah. And that is a student employment position with campus ministry. So do you do any yeah. extracurriculars here or anything? Ooh, I am actually the president of the Pickleball Club, which yeah. was founded last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was kind of because my family's acquired an addiction to it, and they play almost oh. every single day. Really? I love it just as much as they do. Yeah. So and when so, you say your family, who is they? Mom and dad? Uh, yeah, my mom, dad, and sister. Okay. And they all play pickleball. They all play pickleball. And we actually are planning on building a court in our backyard. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It okay. just keeps growing and growing. But yeah. it's actually like the fastest growing sport in the world right now. Could become a collegiate sport. So I'm hoping oh. that we keep building. I'm hoping to host an invitational for other colleges in the area. Yeah. Hope to grow it. But we've got some stuff from the work. Um, Kelly Everett used to be a project manager here. And he's actually gotten a quote to build a pickleball court. And he's finding a donor to help pay for it. How excellent. That's awesome. So All right. Oh, got, right. Some, got some big things in the works. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Before I came to Graceland, uh, I was out in Arizona. Pickleball was exploding all over out there. In fact, one of the previous campus ministers is Dave Hines, and he was out there. And we dubbed him the pastor of pickleball because he (laughs) played pickleball so much. So, yeah, so that's really cool. So it must be really popular. Where are you from originally? Uh, San Antonio, Texas. So it popular down in San Antonio? It's funny that you said Arizona because that was where I was introduced to pickleball. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to a retirement community. Yeah, I to go visit my aunt and uncle, and they had courts up there, and they right. embraced us. And they're like, "Oh, you know, you can get the balls that I don't get," and they're really excited to have us there. <laughs> and so um, it, it hadn't really grown in San Antonio at the time. But right, we all loved pickleball in Arizona, and then 
Um, I'd say maybe about two years ago, we started playing as a family. Okay. And oh, it, it just exploded. We built a chicken and pickle in San Antonio. And I'm. This Wait a minute. You built what? A chicken and pickle. So, what is that? It is the biggest pickleball slash restaurant slash bar slash. The city has okay. a chicken and pickle. And I actually spent most of my summer uh, there. Okay. I had not heard of the chicken and pickle. So, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Very good. Were you born in San Antonio? I was born in Florida. Okay. But I'm also an intramural rep. And I that's one of the main right. things about Grayson that I enjoy or yeah. have enjoyed. And it's been a pretty pretty interesting experience this year. We've gotten a lot done. Very, very competitive person. And you are? Oh. Sports wise or in all ways? I in almost everything. <laughs> all right. Speaking well, of intramurals, do you think that we could possibly get pickleball to be an intramural. Mm, that's the plan. Sport. That would be awesome. Yeah. You haven't done it yet. Have We've you done one event with IMS. Okay. But not like a, a full-blown season. Right, right. Okay. And for those of you that are listening, when Nico says he's the rep, so you're on Cheville House here at Graceland, which if you've been an alum, you would know totally what that means. So it's, um, he lives in a house and it's called Cheville and you're the rep for IM. So yes. they elected you yes. to rep. Yeah. So very cool. And so. it's not like only being a rep, being on house council is kind of a different ball game. It's you know, the sure. leadership of the hall. Yeah. And I love being the intramural rep, but I love being on house council more mm-hmm. because being involved in something like that has been so, so good. I mean, just the student life of Graceland has treated me very well, especially uh-huh. bouncing back from COVID. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good time. Good. Did you have COVID or are you talking about that? Uh, no, actually, you have? I've never had COVID. Good for you. What? Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I had the flu about a week ago and it kicked my butt. Wow. But you got tested for yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no, my last bout was at the end of October. So, yeah, I'm glad you glad you have managed to miss this. Yeah. Obviously, we're interviewing you for Project Sign Podcast, which is Community of Christ. So you went to church growing up in the San Antonio area. Yes. What was that like? It was good. Uh, <laughs> the Shenandoah congregation has been my foundation. But a lot of my faith really came from church camp. Uh, Camp San Diego in Texas. And that was kind of like my refresh button for the year. Yeah. It's always been something that I would look forward to for the entire year. And it's, you know, one of the best weeks. Did you grow up going to like junior camp? Is there a junior camp there? Mm-hmm. And then junior high camp and then senior high camp? Mm-hmm. Started off in diapers going to reunion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So reunion. I forgot yes. about reunion. So. My first my first junior camp, then junior high, and then yeah. senior high. And, and I'm you- actually going back as staff this summer. So, is that the first time you get to be staff? Uh, yes, actually. Oh, my gosh. I haven't been able to for the past couple of years, but yeah. very, very excited. That's cool. For you senior went, high camp. Yes. And you went to Spectacular. I went to Spec, yes. That was also one of the best weeks of the year. Yeah. So, so disappointed that COVID had to you know, take that away from us. Yeah, because you would have fallen into that time when there was no Spec for a couple of years mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah, I yeah. have full faith that it's going to come back better yeah. than ever. Well, it came back last year, a little bit smaller than what mm-hmm. we had anticipated, but that's sort of probably just where it needs to go with COVID still sort of around. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. speaking of spec, obviously we have a year at Grayson, but was there any other reason that you decided to go to Grayson? Like what exactly yeah. brought you here? Uh, so my grandparents actually met here in the old library. Oh, yeah. we've, got a, we've got a brick on the pathway that says Karen Hens was studying in the library and Myron Willard was studying her. 
Uh, that's a brick out here on the wall yep, right at the front uh, really right. i have not seen that brick so. but it says the legacy continues and then all of their children went here so my mom my aunts and my uncles and everything okay. like that. okay and then my cousin was the most recent i think she graduated in 2017 okay. um who was your cousin brooke douglas okay I mean, now did your mom and dad meet at graceland or no, okay okay, okay. Later. okay. Gotcha. very very happy that i could continue that legacy yeah and i, I kind of see why they enjoyed this school so much. So that's cool. Picking up off of that, how else would you describe your Graceland experience? We know that one of the things that that we've talked to students about is this Graceland experience, and, and a lot of people refer to it, but it's somewhat unique for every individual. So how would you describe or how do, would you talk about your Graceland experience? It's it's kind of tough to put into words. Okay. The community here is is very, very welcoming. And when I think of, you know, forming new relationships, it's just easy. And I think of spec, you attack making new friends because you don't have much time. Yeah. And so you're bouncing all over the place. I kind of get the people say that I bounce all over the place talking to people and that type of stuff. But when it comes to meeting friends at a school like this, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody so quickly. I felt at home probably within three days of when I got here. And I had spec, but coming to Grace, I didn't quite know anybody. And I was like, all right, this is the restart button. This is a fresh start. I am going to do this the right way. And cool. so I attacked relationships with a different approach and really focused on creating good, strong friendships. And I can you know, safely say now that I have some of the best friends that I've ever had in my entire life. That's really cool. Whether that's on a show or otherwise. Yeah. It's been a, an amazing experience so far. Yeah. And I think that uh, SPEC was kind of a precursor to that because making friends there is very, very similar to how it is. In really? Court. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I also know that some students go to SPEC and then they expect Graceland to be more like SPEC, but it can't be completely because it's just a different thing. But that's really good to know that you've made the connection there between SPEC and Graceland. So. Mm -hmm. We know that you're the Afterglow coordinator mm -hmm. and everything. So what has it been like? Because Afterglow is technically like a little church service, like a worship right. service. So what would you say is your experience with churchmen here at Grayson? You know, last year I kind of pulled away and Afterglow kind of reeled me back in. And providing a ministry like that has been very refreshing for my faith. And it's also been enlightening because you, you're seeing it from a different side of it. And it's been super cool because I know what works and what doesn't work for myself whenever I'm going to a church service. And I've gauged young people and we've kind of figured out what people are interested in. And it's been a very, very good experience getting to know what reaches people. Mm -hmm. And I think Danny and I have been a good dynamic duo. <laughs> Yeah. This year. So Danny Dennis is is your yes. co-leader yes. with Afterglow. He's also on your Cheville house. Yes. Right. Okay. And the two of you and God have done an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Almost immediately, Afterglow went from like last year where we didn't get too many people out for it to 50 to 75 students have been attending this year. So mm -hmm. how would you describe how that happened? I mean, besides knowing students and thinking about what they needed or, and wanted. Um, I think it was just convenience. I don't want to say that, you know, the prior afterglow, their musicality was anything. I think they were just as yeah. good. But I think we've done a really, really good job of advertising it 
And once we get people going, they see what we can accomplish. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to come back next week. Oh, I'm going to share what I've experienced with other people. Yeah. And I think we've just done a really, really good job of advertising it. When you say advertising, do you also mean just like inviting people mm -hmm. as well as that? I mean, what I've noticed is there's a lot more people involved in the band mm -hmm. itself and leading worship itself. Yeah. So what possessed you and Danny to do that? We wanted to make it as accessible as possible. Okay. And so we put out different sign-up geniuses for people. Like if they wanted mm -hmm. to speak, we could sign up. And then they'd come and they'd have... What is a sign-up genius? Is it's that a, something an app? On, yeah. <laughs> okay. You could put like a QR code out and then yep. people can scan it and say, okay, gotcha. what are the themes for these dates? And then, and then what is what is something up. that I want to speak about? And then, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, it, it takes away the, oh, do you want to speak this week? Yeah. And going out and find And you might get somebody that you never expect. Yeah. And those have been some of the best speakers. Yeah. You know? So... What about the additional musicians in the band? Over the course of my seven years here, we've had lots of different instruments, but last semester you've included like like violin, violin saxophone. Nico plays the saxophone. Yes, right, right. Uh, we had two people. Danny's in the choir and I'm in the band. Okay. And I have prior experience with different types of ensembles. You can make different types of music with different, different. arrangements of instruments and you can kind of... So you knew that? Yes. Okay. Okay. And Danny knows that as well. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then we know different people in regards to choir. We had Ollie the beer. He was a yep. drummer. Yeah. Um, but we got people signed up at the uh, what was it? Clubs and fair. Yeah. Yes. Club and organizations yes. fair. Yeah. But we would go out and ask people. You know, yeah. is this something that you'd be interested in? And it, we make it clear that it's not extremely religious. Yeah. And we're not going to you know force it down your throat or anything like that. We're making good music to try and reach some people. Yeah. And. Well, and it's not just the music that's reached people either, but the, obviously when when other students stand up and share their stories and mm -hmm. share whatever they want to talk about, a theme, you know, I know it's usually around a theme, but it's very relatable to other students and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. So we, I know we had kind of already talked about it a little bit, but you want to be a physical therapist, right? Are you wanting to do like rehab? Is that the kind of physical therapy that you're looking to go into? Mm -hmm. Like. People who have sports injuries or uh, sports injuries would be one of my number one priorities. But my main focus, I think I want to do spinal mm -hmm. um, because I have scoliosis. I mean, it's not near as bad as it could be. Sure. But I think it could have been handled a little bit better. Okay. And so I don't think it's 100% preventable, but I want to look into possibly doing some sort of preventative medicine mm -hmm. for scoliosis and maybe some other genetic stuff that could possibly be prevented yeah um but that's something that is is that you mentioned your mom earlier is she in the spinal area too oh, or no. No? oh she does she, something else. she does balance and vestibular okay which is in a lot of assisted living okay, okay. okay. older gotcha so you're but, you're talking maybe even younger people then mm -hmm. too okay does that require graduate school well, i guess it would then wouldn't it mm -hmm. so i plan on going to pt school Either UT Health San Antonio or the Army Baylor program. Okay. But I think it's about three years and then that's for a doctorate in physical therapy. And you said Baylor, the Army program? Mm -hmm. So that would put you in the United States Army? Indeed. Okay. I would enlist. Okay. Um, and it, it seems like a, a pretty neat deal because okay. I'd be going in as an officer, going to school, and then I get to work on stuff like the Wounded Warrior Project. Okay. Which would be super cool. I think that working on soldiers, they're so used to functioning at such a high level yeah. that they'll do whatever it takes to get back. And so you'll see results 
that you wouldn't see in civilian uh, military. Oh, interesting. Does your family have a history of military service? Uh, my grandfather was in the military. Okay. Uh, but that's just about it. Okay. Let's shift gears a little bit and think about the future of the church. Do you have any hopes for the community of Christ in the future? Obviously, you're having a, a pretty cool experience with the church here at Graceland, but when you leave here, what's your hope for the future? Um, the abundance of community of Christ churches that I've been to tend to have an older crowd. Yeah, well, yeah. And my one hope for the church is that we can find a way to appeal to younger people okay. and get them into the church. And I don't know how that, how we're going to do that quite yet. Yeah. But if there's one goal that you can set sights on, yeah. it'll be that. Yeah. I know one of the observations I have about working with campus ministries is the fact that we've adapted Afterglow in many ways to be where students are, not just physically, because obviously we're here on a campus. So, but you know, it meets more like where they are. And I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for the church. It, what I hear you saying is like, how do you adapt the church to be where students, well, where younger adults are? So good. I know that you're saying that you wish that we could connect to the younger generation more. So if you had the chance to sit down with the president, um, what do you think you would say? If you sat down with President BZ or the leadership team of the church. Yeah. I think. What do you want them to know? I want them to know that experiences like SPEC and all of the camps need to be, but everybody needs to be able to go to that and experience it because I think that's a really good way of getting people to come here. I think that's a really good way of getting them involved in the church. But it's those types of experiences that's going to get somebody to be like, huh, maybe this church thing is not too bad, you know? Yeah. No, I just, I sorry, I, I sort of snickered, but it was a retreat that I first went to. So I understand what you're getting at. I mean, it's like, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Graceland, the church, your future? Um, well, I want to say, after the semester, I'm extremely grateful for all that you've done for oh. me. Providing me with the opportunity to help with it after Glow has been such a good experience. And I'm just extremely grateful for that. Brought me closer to a lot of people, brought me closer to God. But... Yeah. What'd you say? I said exciting. Yeah. I just, I just love, oh, I just love, <laughs> I was so excited. exciting, Nico. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Is there anything you'd like to share about your future here at Graceland? So you're a sophomore, you have two more years. Next year is going to be a good time. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, I'm planning on running for house president. And so you hope to serve that way. I hope to. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's cool. Very cool. It's going to provide some obstacles, but it's there are obstacles that I'm excited to approach. Sure. And it's it's something that I I've wanted to do for a long time and it took a lot of convincing, but ready to go all in on that type of thing. So yeah. I'm very excited for that. That's good. Well, that's one of the exciting things I think about students at Graceland, regardless of community of Christ affiliation, but is the ability to take on leadership roles and you know the 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 whole leadership program that it is a possibility for students. So I'm really glad to hear that you're interested in pursuing that. I think that's great. All right. So that wraps things up for this episode of Coffee in a Swarm. Thanks for listening. This is Julie and Mike signing off until next time. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Nico. Of course.
Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Project Zion Podcast is a ministry of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines. Thank you.